It's real simple. You got two more quarters, and that's it. Now, most of you have been playing this game for 10 years. You got two more quarters, and after that, most of you will never play this game again as long as you live. I want you to take a moment. And I want you to look each other in the eyes. I want you to put each other in your hearts forever. Week 8 clap Senior night This is it This is it This is it This is sad Seems like we just were Sitting on my back patio Doing uh, the week 1 podcast And 95 degree heat Yeah Very different Very different feel right now This feels like football temperature though This (laughs) is how I remember football right here Absolutely Yeah It's uh, wet Perfect Windy Kind of cold Oh it's It's going to be ideal Tomorrow night yeah. Tiger Field. Unfortunately, um, with the loss last week, we have officially been eliminated from a playoff contention. Um, it, you know, it didn't come down to a last second, you know, extra point or overtime. That that game was pretty well settled early yep. on. Yep. Um, but it's it's still disappointing because you start off four and zero, and you're you're thinking big things. Um, you know, playoffs at minimum. And yeah. it just we just didn't didn't have you know the injuries derailed kind of the the start that we had and I think we just didn't have the horses there at the end. To, to you know you talk about that limping into the second half of the season and we did. Yeah, all started with the Aiden Boston coming down. Yeah, with Boston going down, that obviously was a, the start of it, and then you, you lose a couple other key members um, on both defense and offense. Right, and you know I I, I think from from our standpoint. You look at the season, and we're going to do a recap show uh, probably next week where we right. can go through this. But from my perspective, we did change the culture here. So it was a successful season. We need right. this type of a season. We, we, did need, finish. we needed that 4-0 start. Yes. These seniors needed those wins. Um, I would love to see us finish strong in yep. this. And I'm not saying let's go blow out Monticello. I'm not saying let's beat Monticello. I would love to. But let's let's give Monticello a football game. Absolutely. That's what I want. You know, yeah, I want we're, we're guaranteed a 500 finish yep we are you know a, a winning season five and four would be a very successful season for me um, I, I I fully expect us to give you know this is our senior night we've yep. got a lot of seniors on the team we have nothing to lose right here absolutely and absolutely. quite frankly Monticello's I guarantee it overlooking us they know they've beat these teams that we just got beat by yep by you know 40 points they're they're thinking they're coming in here and they're they're probably going to be done at they're they're obviously already in the playoffs. Now they're just looking for seeding at, at this yep. at this point. They actually clinched the uh, uh, district title as well. So by by all means so, for them, this yeah. is this is just a warm up to the playoffs. Yeah, and this is where you can catch some teams when we're playing all out, and they're maybe not playing with a full heart. I think uh, right. as as the thing is, clear eyes, full hearts. That's, Sometimes you lose, but I think we're gonna have a, a chance with that. I, I would absolutely never say this is not doable. This is a doable game. We can win this football game, um, but it's gonna take everyone, and yep. they're gonna have to come to play. And uh, we talked about the, the Comanche game three weeks ago, and how we were out of that game by the end of the first quarter. Yep. <clears throat> we just we got shown up right away. I would say the exact same thing happened in Northeast on Friday night. We were out of that game by the end of the first quarter, and you cannot. Go to a football game and and lose it in the first quarter. You can't do that to yourself. You can't do that to your team. Northeast, we we tied the second half. It was a 14-14 second half, and yeah. Northeast did not bring in their second string until the very last drive. Yeah. We played their first string offense and defense 
to a 14-14 tie in the second half, we just honestly did not show up early like we needed to. Well, I think it's not just show up early. We <clears throat> self-imploded. I mean, you yeah. can't have, would we have seven turnovers, self-inflicted wounds, yeah. with a team that we knew we were going to have to control the ball, we were going to have to play a very kind of rugby-style football where, mm-hmm. where it was going to be ground and pound. It was a rainy night. It, it just it was one of those I, I thought the only way we win that is if we limit the turnovers, control the ground game, limit them be able to pass the ball. Yeah. And, and we did the complete opposite. <laughs> we did. But, but quite frankly, they didn't put up any gaudy numbers. I mean, no. we gave them the ball at like the 20-yard line, it seemed like, at least four <laughs> times. I mean, yeah. that, the game was 36 to nothing with a running clock with 10.57 left in the half. So that yeah. game... It couldn't have gone off to any worse start for us. We had right. two fumbles on back-to-back possessions. Yep. One coming off a fourth down stop, which is big. I think it was two fumbles in three plays. Yes. We had uh, three block punts, yep. which which was very tough. Um, same guy. The, the same guy blocked all. I mean, that guy, he almost should have the stats that the Williamsburg and, guy did. And the, the guy was a house. I, I will say, yeah. number 56 for Northeast is a big, big boy. They obviously um, scouted us and knew yeah. that we kind of have a, a setup where it looks like we're maybe going to go for it, and then we bring back Garrett, and yep. he steps back and kind of steps into it to the right, and I think they, that was their their aiming point was right there at the at the right. So right. something and, we got to we got to shore up. And, and I think something you can pull from that game, though, yeah, we we imploded fairly early, but one good thing you can pull from that game, like I said before, is our regroup at halftime was pretty solid. Showed that we did have some senior leadership. Showed that we had some pride on this football team. Because I don't think there was a lot of people thinking we were going to go out and win that football game. But it was really much a win-the-second-half mentality, I think. And they did. They came out and they, they played really, really hard in that second half. Uh, again, for the third week in a row, I thought Aiden Graves really showed up in the second half of that game. Made some great defensive plays. Uh, blocked a punt, I believe. That was him that blocked mm-hmm. a punt, I believe. Uh, that Jacob Bodeker pounced on in the end zone. Um, but it, again, you can take that from this game. You can tell it's a senior-led team because they didn't they didn't roll over and die yep. in that second half. Yeah, so I mean, there wasn't a lot of highlights. We've got some injuries to contend with this week mm-hmm. that we're not one hundred percent sure who's going to be playing in the Monticello game. Right. Um, you know, Griffin Naderman got hurt. He had an interception, a nice long. Um, I think it was a punt return, or no, it was a kickoff return. Kick return. Yep. So a couple little highlights. Um, you know, Ethan Hollow got in the game. Uh, Landon's brother. He's he's a young sophomore. You know, kind of look a little yeah. future prospect that we're going to be kind of getting into next week. Was able to get a touchdown. It's fun to watch Ethan and compare him to Landon. Landon's going to be that just put his put his head down yep. and bowl bowl through some people. Ethan's a little more scatty in his run. And um, but it's again having both of them in the backfield is kind of fun. But it'll be interesting to see if Landon plays this week. I hope he does. Um, I don't know exactly what happened to him. I've heard a hyperextended knee. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's a senior. I really, really hope he can get in the football game because this is it. Yeah, and you know I, I think we're going to need Landon on both sides of the ball because Agreed. we're going to get into the the next matchup and and. To be able to stop a team like that, you're going to have to be physical. You're going to have to have mm-hmm. some leadership that says we're not allowing you to run right through us, and it's going to be a gang tackle situation. So even without him, it's going to be a great experience for our younger players and for our seniors to go out on a high note. Um, but, yeah, th- this was a tough game, um, complete opposite of Anamosa where it's you know down to the wire. 
Right. I, I, I still, I'll take the Animosa as much as that stung. I know. Because it just, it gives you that, that feeling. You know, when you're down 36 nothing, running clock, it, it, it's tough. It's tough for the fans, tough with for the a coaches, lot of, tough with for the players. a lot of time left in the first half. It just, everything that could have went wrong, went wrong. It really did. And, and yeah, I, I think we left Tipton. I went up to the game. We left Tipton. I'm not saying it was beautiful out. It was sunny here. Cold, yeah. cold and sunny. You get to Northeast Goose Lake. It was raining really hard. It rained really hard for the entire first quarter of that football game. It was kind of miserable outside. <laughs> and I'm not entirely sure we were just mentally prepared to start that football game. They call that lake effect rain coming <laughs> off of the Goose Lake. Off of Goose Lake. Because <laughs> I think it always is. It's usually like that. It's, it's usually just kind of rainy and what, look gloomy. They, they have some pine trees in that northeast or northwest corner that you can stand behind. That's the only saving grace they have. I, I'm not cheering for Northeast. I think their their colors. I just I don't. There's not a lot of things I like about them. <laughs> Peacock blue. Don't like it. I just I don't like their their name. I don't like anything about it. So no, I, I, mean, I think they're gonna get they're gonna get shellacked in the in the playoffs. I, I think you're right. Think they had right. they had our number, and it's something we got to keep in the back of our head for next year. Yep. And uh, remember that because yeah, we need to do the exact same thing. Yeah. So. Yep. All right, Clint, so we've got Monticello coming up this week. Um, it goes without saying, this is the leader in our district. This is the team that's in the playoffs. They've won district. Mm-hmm. They've got a couple horses. It's a very senior, um, mm-hmm. solid yes. team. I mean, just start with the first player, Preston Reese. We've Preston. been dealing, it feels like he's been there for six years. I've been watching him since he was in seventh grade, and he looked like a senior in high school in seventh grade. He's like the just settled. And now he looks like a college senior as a <laughs> exactly. high school senior. He just, he, he looks different. <clears throat> yeah, he's you're bigger, right. stronger, faster. I think he's got a full beard growing. <laughs> he's, uh, he's ready for Wasn't college. he a national preseason high school butt kiss nominee along with the other two linebacker commits to the University would of not, Iowa? Would like, not surprise Just, again, he's nationally recognized. He's a great, he's a great athlete, great football player, obviously a leader. Great basketball player. Yeah, just Again, fun to watch. And again, but schematically, the beauty of the game of football is one guy can't beat you if you schematically game plan in the right way. Um, so, again, I said this the last couple weeks, I'm really excited to see how our coaching staff decides to play Preston Reese. He's obviously going to get his touches. He's the quarterback. He's going he's to tuck and run a lot. And he's going to throw a lot, whichever. How do we spy Preston Reese and be a spy him with one guy? Who's a spy him with two? Yeah, um, just, just I, you're not gonna you're not gonna contain him with one guy. He he throws for 1,500 yards this season. He's got a thousand yards rushing, so he's mm-hmm. a dual threat. Thousand yards is pretty impression, impressive. Yeah, absolutely. And he on um, he also he's going to Iowa. He's been committed to Iowa since a sophomore year. Last right. year that they came to Iowa, and, and Seth Wallace was on the sidelines watching him right. left, at, that. left at halftime. <laughs> um, he he's just I, I was thinking about this. He is one. He's got to be one of the top most impressive high school players to step on Dedrickson Field. And I was thinking back, you've got Marv Cook back in the Ooh. back in the eighties. Yep. You've got Tristan Wirfs played at played yes. at Tipton when he was with Mount Vernon. You have Marshall Yonda who was with Anamosa. Yep. And quite frankly, Preston Reese is right up there. I mean, we'll see what his college career looks like, but from his high school career, this this is someone that you're going to want to come out and take a peek at. And they, and if you're a Tipton Tiger football player right this now, this is your chance to say, "I stopped this guy." This is your, this is where for the next 10, 15, 20 years, you say, "Yeah, he was a great football player." Remember him going and playing to Iowa. Remember you that All American. Remember me picking him off. Remember yeah, you, you, yeah, you remember me shutting him down. Remember me not letting him out of contain. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if I'm one of our ends, if I'm Connor Hermiston or I'm Jacob Bodeker, this is one of those things where I'm like, yeah, you know what? When Preston Wren left, he never made it out of the container. Mm-hmm. So I, I contained him. I turned the play back in every time. I, and this is where you can start to really hang your hat on playing really, really well against a really good football player. Yeah, and we've, we've, we've schemed up for, for teams that have good runners, and mm-hmm. I don't think we've schemed against someone that can throw like he can. And then when he does run, he's basically – like the Anamosa Comanche guy. I mean, he's yes. kind of an all-package deal where yeah. we've got to have all 11 people coming to tackle him. And, yep. you know, your job's not to lay him out. Your job's to slow him up and let the next guy slow him up and let the next guy, and then eventually yep. take him Calvary. Down. Absolutely. Yeah. That's Again, it's going to happen. It's going to be a gang tackle football game. I, I'm guessing our Tigers know that. Um, yeah, one guy's not going to bring him down. Yeah, they do have a, a second player, um, Peyton Schilling. Mm-hmm. He's having a for sure an all-state type year um he's got 44 catches over 750 yards and nine touchdowns so he is their go-to guy um that's who they're looking to throw to um they do have a running back that's got 500 yards five touchdowns on 61 carries so he's kind of their guy they probably mm-hmm. just do a little you know token handoff out of the shotgun uh connor jordan is his name so really it's three guys on offense and I was actually kind of circling this game because I think Monticello is a little overrated. I, right. They've got the talent, but they don't have the overall depth that they normally do. And I was sure. kind of excited for this if we were coming in with all the you know full horses coming right. into the last game. Um, I, I felt like we could give this team a run. I still do. Absolutely. Uh, what gets me excited about this game is we have nothing to lose. So right. if you you're expected to lose fifty to. 14, 53, right. whatever the score is. That's what the expectation is from the outsiders. Yes. So anything better than that is, is a win. I, I just I, I like coming into situations like this where we're the underdog. They think they're going to come in and just do their thing. Absolutely. Um, if I'm a coach, I'm throwing out any trick reverse, you know, hook and ladder. Do that flea flicker that both the Lions and the 49ers That's right. did last week. <laughs> Put it all in there. And, and you know, as a, as a team – I, there's something special about this is the last time a lot of these kids, one, for sure, are going to step on to Diedrichson Field Absolutely. and play football. Uh, mm-hmm. It's probably, for majority of them, it's the last time they're going to put a helmet on. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. quite frankly, they'll never put a helmet and shoulder pads Again, on let's in go, the rest of the time. Let's go life. back to the speech that uh, from Friday Night Lights. That was what that movie was, right? That you played at the start of this. That was a great speech. I love that speech, but it's true. It's, it's not a sport where... I know that you play a lot of old man league basketball here at Tipton. It's not a sport that when you're in your 40s, you're going to go suit up and go try to play again. When you're done with this in high school, assuming you don't go play somewhere in college, this is it. This is it for football. So it's it's too hard of a sport on your body to play for too long in your life. And so you're right. I hope we just we play in passion football, inspired football, and we know this is, this is going to be it for us. I, I will go back a little bit to this Peyton Schilling. Who's um, obviously a great, a great wide receiver that they target a lot, but he's six foot one seventy. He's not. We've had matchup issues with wide receivers from Northeast, Big from receivers. Comanche, uh, West Liberty had a wide receiver that was way taller than we were, and we just had matchup issues. We had to put Zach Benz on him just to try to, to to negate the height difference. This guy's not going to out you know out height us. He's not going to go jump ball on us. He's a great athlete. Um, I think he's pretty darn fast. But guess what? We are also pretty fast in the backfield, too. Exactly. So I'm really hoping that someone like a Griffin Naderman could actually match up with him and match speed. Because I think we can match his speed. 
the only person on their roster I see that we don't physically match up with is Preston Reese, which is why we need to gang tackle the heck out of him and bring everybody we have towards him. Um, Peyton Schilling, I think we can, as long as we get position, you don't let him position in front of you. I, I think we're, we have defensive backs who can who can really match up well with him. And if you start taking away Preston Reese's receiving options, and he's forced to tuck and run, then again we bring the Aiden Graves and we bring the Jacob Bodegers and the Connor Irvings with us, and we gang tackle this guy. I think we have a potential to make him one dimensional. Once he's one dimensional. We can go after Preston Reese. Yeah, I think you, you you either have to take away the run or you got to try to limit his passing. And, mm-hmm. and for me, I, I want to see him pass. He's not a natural passer. Mm-hmm. He does have an arm, but he, his touch, I mean, he's, he's thrown some picks. Obviously, you know, I, I just feel like he worries me more with his legs and overpowering us with, with kind of his speed and power. And he committed to Iowa as a linebacker. Yeah. I was a quarterback. Yeah. Was a linebacker. And so <laughs> I hope we, we commit to making him beat us through the air. I think we've got the D-backs that can – can stay with Schilling and scheme against him. You know, this is a team that does not give up much. They shut out Beckman, Dyersville Beckman. They shut out Cascade. Uh, they they gave up 14 to Northeast, 14 to Comanche, 3 to West Liberty. Um, but they did the very first game of the year. They they lost to Mount Vernon 35-6. to And so when I saw that score first week of the year, I thought, wow, this could be an interesting year if Monticello's down like that. They obviously bounced back. But you look at that game, Mount Vernon has a terrific quarterback. Absolutely. And he came out and threw the ball and threw it around pretty well. And I think that is maybe a weakness that we could expose a little bit. Um, I think he threw for 250 yards, the, the Romberg kid, the senior. And obviously, you know, depending on what happens, I don't know if Ian's back. I, I don't think he will be. But Garrett, this is a great opportunity for Garrett to kind of redeem himself, say, let's go, this is a big stage, and let's Absolutely. pass that ball around and get some completions going. Get his feet set, make some good throws. He's got the ability to do that. I know. This does. is a game where a fumble here, where we take it back to the house, a uh, punt return, yeah. a kickoff return, you get the crowd kind of feeling like, hey, we, we we're in this thing, and you know, I, we've had those kind of games in the past where you're like, this is, we're right there, and then we yeah. let a quarter go, and we just we can't hang on. But right. we've got to play all four quarters, and we've got to play inspired. And you're quite right. frankly, I'm, I'm just looking forward to to uh, seeing how we do against one of the top players in the state. I well, think it, it's going to be a fun matchup to see what we got. And um, On their defensive side, you're going to see a bunch of, you're going to hear the name Preston Reese on every run play. He's going to be <laughs> in on every tackle. Yep. You're probably not going to get away from him. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to scheme him in terms of, of double teaming or doing anything like right. that, but um, it's because he's be a tough linebacker, sled. right? Yeah, it's a tough sledding in terms of running it yeah. up the gut because he's going to be right there. Um, but I don't know how inspired he's going to want to be to get his throw his head in there or playoffs coming next week. This is where you kind of say we're coming full steam ahead. You better bring it because it's we're not playing half speed. Right? right. Is he going to be playing to not get hurt? Yep. And if he is, and, and he's not going full speed, I also think that we're going to take, uh, you know, the, the Cole Kimes of the world are, are going to take this to heart, and they're, they're not going to – there's some pride on that line. Yep. Uh, like we said before, this is our opportunity for to go against one of the best in the state. He's a linebacker at Monticello. He's committed as a linebacker to Iowa. He's a national Buckus preseason uh, high school player at linebacker. So – our offensive line has a chance to chip block over to him, get on the second level, and, and do some damage and get in his way. 
But again, that's a story you can tell forever. Yep. Say, I neutralized Preston Reese yep. on defense. Um, yep, they've got a couple other guys, Dylan Monk, and then they've got, I don't know if this is a relative, Adrian Graves, not Aiden Graves, but Adrian, Adrian Graves. <laughs> He's got 27 tackles, three and a half sacks. Dylan Monk actually coached a cousin or a brother of his when I coached at Monticello for a while. Okay. Four, he's got four and a half sacks. But besides that, you know, it's just a, it's kind of a situation where they must must kind of have a variety of different because it's just a lot of people in the 30s, tackles, 20 tackles, much like our team where yep. it's yep. it's a it's a gang tackle situation. So um, we'll see. But um, like well, I said. Well, our Aiden Graves has more, I'll tell you that. I know the stats aren't up from last week as far as total tackles on varsity bound, but he had 25 going into last week, three tackles for a loss going into last week. Or, He's sorry, really coming into his own. That, I will say, like I said, it's hard to give a player of the game to a game like we had against Northeast, but once again, Aiden Graves is a guy who came to play. He might be stepping into landing spot at linebacker, too. Absolutely. Which which is not, you know, that's I think he can handle that. He can absolutely handle that. So, so they, they do have 10 interceptions, you know, for reference, Tipton has 12. So, you know, very similar defense in terms of their opportunistic. They're, they're going to try to make you throw and mm-hmm. get those picks. Um, we got to limit those. we got to, you know, make quick, quick passes, I'm guessing, and get those completions and get the yards after catch. They do have, ironically, two punters. Believe it or not, one's Preston. Preston Reese <laughs> punts one of them, and they have a second punter that punts the majority of the time. But I'm guessing he's back there on fourth down, just kind of, you know, he can kind of do both. Yeah, to kind of like give him do. the look for maybe a fourth and down and then punt it off. Quick so. kick type situation. So, yeah, um, hopefully everyone can make it out. You know, the weather doesn't look promising. We're, it does not look amazing. We got, what, one and a half, two inches of rain last night, and now they're saying Friday is going to be another. Potentially worse. Um, and hey, it is senior night, yep. so they will be, and it's senior night for everything. It's senior night for cross country, uh, for cheer, uh, and for football. And so, if you can make it out there a hair early to recognize all of our seniors, so they'll do that at six forty-five. You think? Yeah, I, well, I'm supposed to be lined up for my senior by six twenty. Oh, so, so it's so going to be out there. Early. So yeah. I'd say get there by six thirty yeah. if you're going to walk. I'm hopeful that the the weather will, you know, if yeah. it's if it's. Rained all day. That's fine. It just I don't want it to be raining during the game. I agree. There's nothing worse. I agree. So if you can get out there early, Absolutely. support these seniors. I'll tell you what they've worked the butt off. Class and it's been fun to watch them. That four and zero start was amazing. Again, we gave a couple of games away there. We gave a great homecoming performance against Anamosa. This is the team you should celebrate. Come out and support them. Yeah, we're going to talk about it in our our kind of finale show, which we're mm-hmm. gonna, we're going to do hopefully next week. Yep. I'm hoping that we can get some player interviews. Ooh, I think that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Uh, maybe some future players that are younger that we can talk about for next year, and then obviously maybe close it up with some coaches. So that's something to look forward to Absolutely. in the next couple of weeks. We're going to try to do that on site, go to the school, and, and get some good interviews um, to kind of wrap up this season. But um, hopefully we come out, and this would be I, – I would just think it would be amazing to come out with a victory. Yeah. Well, so let's, let's go shop the state. That'd be Why awesome. Not? Yep. All right, Clint. So it's been a busy week. Um, got a lot of stuff going on with volleyball. Got a lot of stuff going on with cross country. I know you and I. Yep. Obviously, uh, yep. football here. What did you learn this week? So our volleyball team is actually playing right now. Our varsity volleyball team at Northeast Goose Lake against Dyersville, right? Against Dyersville, number as, one. As we're speaking, so we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Um, so what I learned this week is, I wouldn't say we forced her to go out, but. Tim Lee, my youngest, did not, my seventh grader, did not want to go out for volleyball. She's not a volleyball fan, but I really want to go out for a sport. Not the not the runner that everyone thinks she should be with her older sister being a great runner, 
But you know what? Every meet this year, her times have come down, come down, come down. She ran conference on Tuesday night at the Kickers Complex, got third place for our tipping team, and actually was an honorable mention all-conference seventh-grade cross-country runner, which is just fantastic. So I learned that my youngest can run. Absolutely. So it's, it. it's funny you say that because I don't think kids grow up thinking, I'm a good runner. There's a couple. There's a <laughs> right. few that like grow up and they're like, I am a good runner. Right. But it takes a little bit. You have to go through a season to kind of find your niche. And I enjoyed watching that uh, middle school uh, yes. cross-country team. They all did a great job. Great. They have great an awesome team. coach, Casey Many. Oh, Casey's a star. And oh, my God. He kind of he just varies up the practices enough that yep. the kids enjoy it. Because you can imagine just running you know, say, seven or eight miles. you got to get creative to you keep do. a cross-country practice. As, as my daughter always says, uh, <laughs> what the football player's worst part of their practice is what cross-country practices always are, which is just <laughs> running. So. <laughs> a worst of all practice is a cross-country warm-up, probably. <laughs> so, so what did you learn this week? You know, it's what I'm about to learn. Uh, it's We've got a pretty cool situation on Sunday, um, and I'm not talking about the Bears and the Vikings game. Oh, dang. Okay. Or the, the Lions and the, the Bucks game for first place there, but uh, we have another thing on Sunday, and guess is what that is. Oh, it's the crossover, isn't it? The crossover it? game on Sunday. So, for those, you that, for those of you that don't know, uh, they are doing an exhibition game out in Kennick Stadium. They're putting a basketball court out there, and the women's basketball team is playing against DePaul. How many tickets they sell? Right now, they're at 53,000. So, to get up to 70 is probably not going to happen, but 53,000 is a lot. In fact, it's it'll be the most uh, watched. Most people watching a women's basketball game in the history of the sport. That's awesome. It's not official because it's not a regular season game. It's an exhibition. That's so they can't actually have it as an official record. And I was thinking, well, why wouldn't they do it later? Well, the problem is you do the, the season doesn't start till end of November. You're not going to be playing basketball. It's going to be a little chilly. And that's what I've learned is the, the, the temperature out for this game is not terrible. It's 55 degrees, yep. but there's supposed to be a 10 to 15 mile an hour wind. I see that. Oh. I grew up playing basketball outside. Tipton School hates their youth playing basketball in a gym. They, just, <laughs> they refuse to let kids play that's in like, a gym. They get to learn to play the wind. So everything was outside. We we just basically ran around town looking for people playing basketball. So I learned to play with the wind. But if you haven't done it, it's oh, tough. It's a whole separate game. And everyone's coming out to watch Caitlin Clark, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she shoots these you know logo yeah. shots. Well, in perfect conditions, you know that's hard to do. When you have a 15 mile an hour gust as you shoot the ball, I'm expecting some air balls. I'm expecting some not great shooting performances. On top of that, we need Monica Sasato back. Yeah, we, we, need, we need to get it down low. On top of that, the visuals with not having a background or oh yeah, it, it's got to yeah. play tricks with. Oh, that. it's gonna mess it's up. It's gonna be very Stop difficult. Here. Yeah, I'm not sure it's gonna be the best basketball we've ever seen, no. but it will be a spectacle. I mean, look at what Nebraska did with volleyball earlier this year. Amazing, ninety thousand yep. people. Yeah, and they did set the record. So mm-hmm. that is amazing. I'm hopeful that the one thing that's interesting is it's they can't put the court out obviously until probably the night before the the day yeah, of because probably. it's a wooden court. Absolutely. And I have actually some of the the parquet floor that they have, and they it weighs like two hundred pounds. <laughs> So I was able to snag some old stuff, but so to move that stuff is very difficult. So I'm guessing that'll get set. Are you going? 
I don't know yet. We'll All see. Right. I, I am going. It is on the Big Ten Network, so I just secured my ticket today. So I, I, I'm just I'm trying to figure out the excitement factor. Once I get there and see it, it's kind of one of those like, okay, <laughs> what are we doing I, now? I, I did go to the Oklahoma State Iowa wrestling match. Yeah. Outdoors, that and that, was but that was that was a regular season matter, absolutely. And it was basically the two best teams in the country. It was the week before you Thanksgiving, have, and we had this one weeks. is Iowa, which would be a top ten team against DePaul, which is down. They lost their best player, right? So this could be as an exhibition. Yeah, this is an exhibition. <laughs> so we'll see. Still cool. It's, I, it's a good thing Kinnick is it. selling beer. It's all right. <laughs> Are they doing that for this? I hope so. They'll probably do well. Well, and one thing they said is every ticket that's sold. The ticket sales proceeds will go to to the children's hospital. Oh, God. so you do the math: fifty thousand times oh, what is it? Twenty one dollars. That's over a million bucks. That's insane. So that's a cool well, yeah, feature going there. So wow. um, if you're able to get out there, uh, get out there and be fun to watch. So, all right. So we got some other sports going on this week. Last night I was out at Kickers Park, um, or two nights ago, excuse mm-hmm. me. Uh, Kickers Park. That's how fast this week's going. All right. Uh, it was co- our conference meet, and one cool thing, our boys took home conference title for the third straight or third or fourth. I can't yeah. remember what it is, but um, actually surprised me a little. It did because we're we've had kind of a tough season in terms of winning these things, and then yeah. we come in to finally get some. I know. I was I was I was pretty shocked to see conference champs on that, but it was great. I, I'll tell you, I, I think Caleb ran, Clay ran well. Yeah. He always runs. Andy well. Shoemaker ran well. Jet Camberling ran Jet well. Jet ran great. Uh, Clay ran fantastic, and the rest of the boys ran good. So, great! It was a great race. Uh, On the girls' side, we finished third. We barely beat Dyersville. Um, I mean, that was as tough of a meet as we've had all year, and it's our conference meet, right? Which tells you all all you need to know. You've got the number number one, number three. Obviously, we're sixth, and then you have Dyersville Beckman, who's three on the one A. It is elite (laughs) conference there. Uh, the, the the big news of the comp, of the meet for the girls side was Daniel Hosteller lost yes. to Cascades runner. Um, that was a big big lost by almost twenty. Seconds. I don't think she's ever lost before. Lost almost twenty seconds, and so yeah, uh, you know I've been involved now with the Tipton Cross Country Girls Program for a while, and with my daughter Becca, and we always joke about that how. We get to districts and state because it's easier mm-hmm. <laughs> than it is in conference. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how stacked of a conference we have. It's pretty impressive. On our girls' side, uh, Laura and Olivia both got a lead all-conference, which is really cool. Yep. And then we actually had uh, our top five all got all-conference. Oh, that's So Addie, Chloe, huge. Ella, and... Um, um, that is huge. I'm missing here. Carly. Carly. Yeah. All got all conference. Um, that's crazy. Some of it's, we ran some of so it's honorable mention, but it's still pretty cool. It, it's crazy to have that good a runners in third place. And not I to leave so. out Alexa Fitzgerald had a, a nice race too. So oh, um, she really did. We're uh, we're coming into districts. We got a really difficult district, but they take the top three teams. And that was the in, girls. That is in Monticello. That is in Monticello. So we know that. You know, what day is it? Tuesday. It's, it's next Thursday. Thursday. Next Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So we're hopeful that uh, we got to get get there to state, and anything can happen. Uh, if you've never been to a cross country meet, Monticello is not that far away. It's a great course to actually watch on too so yep. hit up on support on thursday of our district cross country runners They're so you fun. you also mentioned the volleyball teams playing right volleyball now teams playing right now conference. so this, this is the conference tournament right yeah. now so we played in the rbc south tournament at mid prairie on tuesday uh took out the fourth seed uh out of that so uh that's how they seeded us to play is it dyersville yep. tonight 
It's going to be a um, tough, tough one. Yeah, we, we beat Wilton uh, first round of the RBC That's South. A good win. And they, then, they've been ranked yeah. throughout the year. And then uh, then we lost to, I think, Mid Prairie, and I can't remember who our last loss was to. So we won one and two down at the RBC South tournament on Tuesday. This is the overall RBC tournament happening today at Northeast Goose Lake. Um, and then they start district play for state. The big one. Uh, against Mediapolis at Tipton on Tuesday. That's awesome. So we get a home game or home match against uh, Mediapolis. Hopefully yep. that gym is packed. Yep. You do have to purchase those tickets, I think, online, online. So yep. make sure you do that. It'd be a great way to come out and support our volleyball team. If you haven't seen them, it's a fun team. It's a very wow. senior. There's yeah. going to be a lot of seniors that are graduating. Um, great team. Pacey Sword and Fry is just so much fun to watch uh, in her role. And, and so if we win that, well, then we play at Solon against if they win, if they win, I, I'm if if you want, go ahead and write the dist or the state Iowa Girls uh, Union as I have already. I have no reason. I don't know why we play Solon. We play Solon in, <laughs> we play Solon in, in basketball. <laughs> we play them in volleyball. It makes no sense to me. They went up. They added a five A program, which makes Solon now a big four A school or three A school. There's no reason we should be in the same I could not agree state more. district pairing. It's, could not agree it's, more. it's ridiculous. So, no. if you're mad like I am, write a letter. To write the letter. letter. Yeah, just Absolutely. keep writing them out. So, um, awesome. And then, um, anything else? Not again. Get out and support these teams. Like I said, postseason starts. Get to Monticello on Thursday and get to Tipton Gym on Tuesday. To support these these teams in postseason. Have fun to watch. Let's go. All right, Clint, so let's get to the picks. I know everyone's dying. Well, I, I know for a fact I had a tough, tough week. I just, yeah, every time I looked at the score, I was I was under. You had, you had a tougher week. I uh, You went 9-7 and seven last week. Ouch. I went 11-5. and five. However, I had such a horrible week five when I went 7-9, and nine, but you're still ahead. You're 80-32 and 32 on the year. I am 74-38. and 38. Whew. So there's going to be some serious ground to make up if I have any hope here. Let's get through it. All, All right, right, let's get started. So the first game is uh, Northland and Bellevue. I, I love how it's always these same teams. Like, we, we, <laughs> we have locked into these teams. I feel like they've played each other four times already this year. Yeah, I, sure? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I tell you, I went up to Northland on Saturday to a cross-country meet. That is the worst football field I've ever – I sprained my ankle just walking across it. They have that white fence around it, though. Horrible. So. Um, but I still think they're going to win it. I'll go North Um Just because I need some wins and do opposite picks from me, I'm going to go Bellevue. Good. All right. So next game, North Cedar versus Clayton Ridge. And we, did you see what North, North Cedar, Cedar won? And we Shocking. both picked Postville. Yeah. They killed Postville. So good we, job, we North should, Cedar. We should know better by now with Postville. But <laughs> we should have. I will go Clayton Ridge. Well, that this is good because I'm going to go North Cedar on this one. Yeah, there we go. Trying to give you a chance here. Perfect. I like that. Next one is uh, Starmont against Makokota Valley. Like we're going to both pick the same on this one. I'm going to go Makokota Valley on this I one. I will, too, go Makokota Valley. Yeah, they've been just solid this year. Uh, East Buck against Postville. Well, I think we got to go <laughs> East Buck on this. Put me down for East Buchanan. Uh, yeah, Postville's have a tough run. They're posting, posting it in. Well, this will be a good game, Northeast versus Anamosa. Um, I'll let you pick first on this one. Yeah, this this one would have been a very interesting one if we would have beat Northeast because it would have put some pressure here. Sure, uh, we would definitely be big Animosa fans. I I still think Animosa is a better team, so I'm going to go with Animosa over Northeast. Perfect. I've got Northeast on this one. Just God watching Northeast play. If they can do what they did to us, it's hard hard yeah. to beat them. We got uh, West Liberty and Comanche. West Liberty Comanche. I'm going to have to go Comanche on this. 
Alright, and I will go um, I will go Comanche as well. Alright. <laughs> Notice the paper didn't even put the tipped in. Uh, that, that's a slight right there to our oh. Tipton Tigers. They, they we're we're going to add, 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 add it anyway. Yeah, let's add it we're in We're going to add a 17th game. You know what? We No one is predicting Tipton to beat Monticello. Josh Hine is predicting Tipton to beat Monticello this week. Put it in there. I'm we're not going to win by 28 points. I'll promise you that. <laughs> right? We are going to pull off right. the, the stunner, and we're going to win. You know what? Let's be in this game in the second half. At halftime, let's be in this football game, and then let's shock everyone. So the, I got tipped. The fact that the paper has Postville and East Buchanan, but not Monticello mm-hmm. and Tipton, to me, mm-hmm. that's the biggest slight. You need to take everything you got. It's just one more thing that someone says that you're not, you're not going to win. So Absolutely. take that to Absolutely. All right, moving on. Wisconsin and Iowa. Oh, God, I was nine and a half point dogs in this game. As they should be. I uh, know, because they don't have a quarterback. I don't know which. You, you I said you really liked the way the quarterback was uh, thrown. <laughs> what do you think of Saturday? Saturday he was not a couple of throws that I, 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 I seriously. Deacon Hill do. comes back against his former team and beats them in Wisconsin. I'm going is that a, Iowa. Is that I'm, a movie script or a I'm going character? Iowa right now. It's happening. It's at Wisconsin. This is. 100%. Wisconsin will win this. It's the, the script's already been written. Um, it'll, it will be low scoring. I don't think I don't think they're going to move the ball as much against us, but we I don't think we're going to have anything. Oh, it's going to be tough. So. Tough. Cincinnati, Iowa State. Okay, the new uh, Big 12 matchups here. I, I don't know much about Cincinnati. I haven't followed them. Iowa State had a big win against TCU. I'm going to have them keep going. I, I have ISU as well. That TCU game was impressive. They, they showed me something there. Yeah. Um, and then South Dakota State against Northern Iowa. I will go with South Dakota State. I was going to go SDU as well. It's your streak. Um, you, haven't got, you haven't picked Northern Iowa all year. I, I know. And they did they beat Youngstown? For, it was 44-41. I can't remember who I won that game. But, yeah, I, yeah I'm yeah i kind of anti-Northern Iowa this year. I'm sorry. All right. Wash, Wash against Oregon. Good game. You got the Michael... Is it Penix, the, the old Indiana quarterback? Yep. I, I'm going to go Oregon in this. I will also go Oregon. All right. All right, Notre Dame versus USC. USC is struggling on defense. Their, their games are like 48 to 43, 52 to, you know. So I, I'm going to go USC. I just think Notre Dame's a little overrated. I'm going to go Notre Dame in this one. You might too. Because I'm not just not a Caleb Lewis fan. Sorry. Well, you'd probably be a Chicago Bears. So. <laughs> That's a decent chance. <laughs> North Carolina against Miami. Uh, I'm going Miami on this. I will go North Carolina. Okay. Did, did you see how Miami lost, by the way? Yeah. Oh, the worst coaching move of all time. I've never time. seen anything like it. it was, you take you down the ball, game's over with. They get, ended up fumbling and then giving up two miraculous plays to lose it the game. It was as bad as it gets. So They're going to come back. I have to go with North Carolina bounce back. after that. It's Oregon State, UCLA. Ah, that's a good game, actually. I'll go UCLA. Mm. Um, I'm going to go Oregon State on that one because it's a toss-up for me. So, Bears Vikings. <laughs> How does two one and four teams make it? <laughs> no one wants under that. under Matt McCall's name from State Farm. Bears right there. He's a typical Bears fan. This is a great Bears. I mean, fan. this is the battle for the number one overall pick. This um, is absolutely the Bears in my opinion. Who wants to lose it more? <laughs> it's in Chicago. Justin Jefferson's hurt. Give me the Bears. Oh. Actually, I want the I want the Bears to win. Yes, because I I think the Vikings yes. are a better team. So give me the Bears. And the next game, this is the first time ever the Lions have been in the paper two weeks in a row. 
They've never been in here, unless they're playing the Bears or something. It's the Sam Laporta. Buccaneers against the Lions. Wow. That's a good game. I have already written down lines for myself, so I know where you're going. Well, yeah, you do know where I'm going. I do think the Buccaneers could easily pull this off, so I'm not a gomer. Just pick the Lions because I like them. You're right, though. This is a great game. It's a good game. This would be a really fun football game to watch. So I will I will go with the Lions, though. Bengals-Seahawks. Great, another great game. Where's this at? No. I do I not know, know that. that. I, I, there's a little bit of talk. Uh, Devin Witherspoon said he's going to shut... Or no, DK Metcalf said Witherspoon's going to shut down Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is not happy. There's a little bit of bad blood there. I will go with the Seahawks, though. I, I have Seahawks written down as well. I just... Best of Joe Burrow this year. Yeah. So that's our picks. I think this is the last week for this. We'll see because obviously next week is the playoffs. Yeah, we'll um, see so playoffs. hopefully, hopefully I win this thing. Can you actually even if do the math? Can you even win? It? I don't know if statistically can I can make this happen. I, would right. have, I can't do the math on the fly like this. <laughs> I will. Like, you know. It's been fun. Um, it has been fun, and we and we will come back with a, a season finale show for it, the football. What? Yes. So next week, our goal is next week or the week after. Our goal will be to get player interviews. We're going to recap yep. everything, go over season stats, talk to some coaches, just kind of get a, a little feel for the season, and then and then kind of give a small preview of the upcoming season next year to get everyone fired up. Sounds um, good. And hopefully, we do it in the weight room because that is where the kids need to be doing it. We'll maybe catch them in between reps. Absolutely. And, Ooh, uh, we could do a weight room session. Weight that room would session. be fun. Good acoustics in there. That'd be fun. The mm-hmm. iron pounding on the ground in between conversations. I like that. I like that. So come out, support these Tigers. It's senior night. Um, yeah, let's go, Tigers. Let's get a victory. This would be a, a huge upset and probably a pretty historical upset. Let's do um, it. Let's get it this week and uh, dress warm. Bring your, bring your rain gear, possibly. And uh, let's go get them. We'll see you out there. All right.